Friday night. It's time for another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. Joining us tonight, you've got me. My name's Oren, obviously. To my, uh, I don't know, to my left, I've got yes. Tim. Tim, what's up, Tim? How's it going? How's it going? This is Tim. What's up? What's, what's new, up? Tim? What's up? What's up? What's up? Remember our truth? I do remember. What happened? What's now? what's your what's your favorite our truth move or anecdote? It can be a move or an anecdote. I don't oh. Care. Well, my favorite move is his whole entrance where he raps and says, what's up? When he says, people over there, what's up? Yes. And then all the people to that one side get excited. And then he goes, people over there, what's up? And then he motions yeah. to another side. Um, speaking of people over there, socks, what's up? What's up? Uh, hey, hello, what's everyone. What's up? What's your favorite R-Truth move or anecdote? I like the lie detector, not because of the move itself, but with like the sheer fury that any announcer would call that move the second he hit it. The second he goes to the lie detector, Michael Cole literally shits himself. Hmm, cool. I mean, I didn't know that Michael Cole was literally shitting himself when R-Truth did the lie detector. He is incontinent and he yeah, does wear a diaper. Yes. It's all over the internet. You should yeah. type it in and look it up sometime. Michael Cole does shitting. Turns Michael Cole off. shitting to lie detector. <laughs> yeah. You ever read uh, a dirt sheet? I've... <laughs> Speaking of dirt sheets, guys, I'm feeling serious tonight. I, I want to get down to the nitty gritty. I am a huge wrestling critic. Uh, people look up to my opinions on this kind of stuff. And I really just want to dive in deep. We came off of a great weekend, uh, and it was the Royal Rumble of all things. You know? The Rumble. It was Beautiful weekend. Quite a rumble. And I feel like we're hot off the rumble. Amazing weekend. And it's, you know, it's it's not actually Friday night, guys. It's actually Wednesday night. Um, but uh, But we're just, we're still all reeling from that. And I'm just feeling really like i have some serious takes and socks you told me you had serious takes too right i do here's the thing you want to know hey have you heard about that mixed match challenge they're doing where the men no. and the women fight each other oh that's rude that's disgusting it's really I would fucked never. up it's fucked up so tell me what's your deal with that in the latest mixed match challenge episode at the very end braun Strowman confessed his love to alexa bliss who in turn reciprocated said love. And the real fucked up thing about this is that Braun Strowman is no longer going to be the incel warrior that we have that we have needed for years. I feel like the first time uh, Braun Strowman gets off, all of his anger and strength will be gone. <laughs> Do you think... 100%. He is part of NoFap. He will not. Because if he does, then he just loses everything. Everything he's worked for. Has Braun Strowman ever fapped? No. In his no, life? His, his arms can't reach there. Is, <laughs> so so what you're saying is is that we thought that he was filled with muscle, right? But what he's actually filled with is cummies. Yeah. Well, I mean, what does new shirt say? Get these hands. Look, he's... Because he's just trying to get somebody to help him. <laughs> and Alexa Bliss is the perfect height to help. She really is. She really is. Um, and uh, and Socks, am I wrong in saying that uh, I didn't actually watch that? But did she say at the end, um, we're going to go all night or something like that? She did she say said, we're going to go all the way. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. That is canon in WWE. Hmm. Well, I can't watch that at church now. No. Mm -hmm. They banned it at mine. I watched it at church, actually. Oh. Yeah. You must be non-denominational. <laughs> I'm, 
I am. I'm Pentecostal. Instead of <laughs> instead of uh, snake handling, we just wrestle. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I mean, I with get our I guitars. Get, I get filled with the spirit, and I just start fucking suplexing people. I don't know how it comes out of me, but it does. So, like, that's serious shit, socks. That the incel warrior is no more, and I can yeah. understand why you'd be pissed about this as an incel warrior mad. yourself. One hundred percent. We had such yeah. great representation in him, and now it's just gone. Who do you think the next incel warrior is going to be? TJP. Uh, in TJP, yeah? Hmm. He would I don't know. I've seen it. his DMs. I've seen his DMs. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, Tim, you're fucking hopping mad about something, aren't I'm you? I'm so mad. Um, You know, I'm, I'm a millennial. We have... <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, the brains the size of, like, goldfish. I need stuff coming at me, you know, nonstop. I don't, WWE is perfect for me because, like, within a week, I forget what I saw. And it's perfect. <laughs> it's just nonstop great stuff. But the Royal Rumble, every match was just too long. Why are these matches so long? Um, I'm sorry, but if you can't hit underneath five minutes, I don't really have time for this. I'm not going to remember what the first of the match even was. Yeah. True. Um, they, they had two of those Royal Rumble matches. Those went close to an hour. They yeah. couldn't fit that in within like a tight 15. The shortest match was seven minutes and 45 seconds. What Do you think fuck? I gave a shit? Has anybody ever told me a good story in over five minutes? <laughs> Don't think so. Mm-mm. Except Mm-mm. for Final Fantasy VII. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> the perfect story. I like. I I get where you're coming from. I personally napped about 20 separate times <laughs> during the Royal Rumble. Uh, if you ask me what happened in any of it, I couldn't tell you. In fact, we were going to talk about the Royal Rumble, but then I was like, I don't remember the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Even though I know I watched it, it's like a fucking alien abducted me and I have missing time because I can't remember a fucking thing that happened. Uh, so, I mean, I'm a little pissed about that, too. I, there's, something fucking happened that really got to me and is still kind of burning my beans and grinding my fucking gears, and it's Jonathan Coachman. (laughs) Yeah, they call him, they call him the coach. They call him the coach? I don't, what does he coach? What does he coach? Obviously, it's not commentating, because he's not good at it, and (laughs) I'm telling you, like, he sounds to me like Tom Arnold. Like, when I hear him talk, I feel like I'm listening to Tom Arnold, the uh, disgraced ex-husband The notorious traitor, Tom Arnold. (laughs) Yes. And, like, I'm not sure how this is going to work for me going forward, if this is something I'm going to be able to to watch or listen to, because I keep, he keeps fooling me, and I look down and do something else, and I'm like, why is Tom Arnold on television talking? I thought I was watching wrestling. I didn't know I had clicked over to a mid-series episode of Roseanne. Who voted voted for (laughs) Trump, by the way? way come to find out in the new roseanne series so that's something i could be mad about and uh you know tom arnold i got a lot of problems with tom arnold i would rather hear the actual tom arnold if we're gonna do it you know but no we're sitting here listening to jonathan coachman some espn crony no thank you fucking yas queen Fucking um, preach. Is there there's someone missing tonight, right? Like it feels like there's someone not here, or am I wrong? Oh, let me let me look to my left. Hmm. Um, no, everyone seems to be here to my right. 
No, everyone's here. Yeah. Oh, you know what that was? Is I I looked over to my shoulder and Tim was ducked down tying his shoe, and I uh, I thought that he had left the room. Oh yeah. But I, I was taking several pictures and I saw an orb and I thought there was someone there, but apparently there wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I had just bit down. I wasn't tying my shoe. I was picking up a boiled sweet I dropped on the ground. <laughs> Could you explain to me what a boiled sweet is? Well, what is from what I understand, and I've read a lot of Aesop's fables, it's what a witch <laughs> brews. <laughs> Can you describe what they taste like? Um, it, it's have you ever uh, seen uh, tar on the ground? You know, just heating up, getting real dry for you to drive on. I, I, I love to lick the street in the summer. Yeah, I know exactly. Yes. Um, what it's that's about. Kinda, it's got that consistency, but there's a little bit of butterscotch in there. Man, you know that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, I would love to have my mouth just overflowing with tar and a little butterscotch. And to think that there are people in parts of the world that eat that as candy. How spoiled are they? Yeah, I wish I knew somebody that could explain (laughs) them to me from the area, but I don't. Yeah, I've never, I don't even know what area. What I mean, where do people eat boiled sweets at? Uh, Like Australia or Canada or somewhere? Yeah, I believe it's an Aussie an Aussie treat, as they say. I tell you what, give me a Jolly Rancher any day of the week. I'm telling you, right? Preach. Yep. Yeah. What's a good candy lately? Like, what's what's your favorite? Because I'm still on those green tea Kit Kats, to tell you the truth. I haven't ordered any since the last time because that was a real problem in my life. I <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously, if I would have had any bigger a bag, I'd probably be in the hospital still. You'd just be it barfing green tea Kit Kats. Just... Green chocolatey chunks. I uh, I got a bag of just regular Haribo gummy bears yesterday, and I was looking at the back of them. And pop quiz, hotshot, both of you, what flavor is green in a Haribo gummy bear? Oh fuck. Um, um shit. Man, I I eat these things a lot. Um, but um, pineapple is white, mm-hmm. so it can't be weird like that. Um, mm-hmm. is it, it wouldn't be green apple. It wouldn't be green apple. Mm mm mm-hmm. Green mm-hmm. apple too sour. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be lime. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What is it then? Well, it can't be anything other than grass. <laughs> <laughs> grass, the delicious treat that children love so. It's strawberry. What the fuck? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. What? No shit. That's it's wild. On the, it's on the back of every bag. Flip it over, son. I never noticed either. But right there on the back, it has each little color gummy bear assigned to what fruit they are. And strawberry is green. That's ridiculous. And I think I don't ever look at the back of the bag to read because that's where I open it up like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> you just vivisect the just, bag. You just... And, and speaking of Jolly Ranchers, did y'all have this fad in elementary school where kids would get Jolly Ranchers and put them above their teeth in between their mouth and their gums. Uh, what, like, wouldn't that just like eat away at like the skin on the inside well, of your mouth? Um, so what would end up happening, and they didn't do it down low like you would like chewing tobacco or something. They would do it up high on, on the upper lip and what would happen is they'd leave it in there so long that it would start getting stuck to the gums. Mm, and, um, you know, health officials had to get involved. Yeah, that seems like... I, I used to do a thing in uh, in high school that was sort of a, uh, an illegal prank where you, you take a bag of Jolly Ranchers and you kind of... You open up a few of them and you lick them a little bit so they're sticky. And then you do this to your enemy's windshield in the summer. You lick mm. a Jolly Rancher and you stick it on their windshield. And, um, and it melts in the summer sun onto their windshield. 
windshield, and let me tell you, it's a bitch to get off. They probably deserved it though. Yeah, they, oh, yeah they, absolutely. Uh, tell you what, I I was not a I was not a bully at all in high school. They all definitely <laughs> deserved it. Did y'all ever have any um like embarrassing like uh self caused health issues in, in when you were young at school in front oh, of everybody? Who um not like health issues, but did you ever do something stupid that required a nurse? Oh shit. <laughs> I uh, I tied my shoelaces together during music class in like second grade, and when, when it was time to get up, I couldn't I couldn't untie my shoelaces, and my teacher had to scoop me up and carry me to the office. No. So they could- <laughs> Okay, well, in uh, I think it was like maybe first grade or something. Um, our playground was nothing but rocks. So <laughs> for some reason, uh, me and a couple of friends put rocks in our pocket and took them to class. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're bored and like I'm trying to figure out what to do with this rock. With this rock, and I'm like, oh, I can shove it up my nose, hold the other nostril, and shoot it out at somebody. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, the rock was too big and it got stuck in my nose. <laughs> And they had motherfucker. To, they had to tweeze it out. Oh, okay. So they didn't have to like cut your nostril. Open no, or anything no, like my that. nostrils are safe, but it was very embarrassing. This was more like high school, so I don't know if I does that count. No, the, yeah, that totally okay. One hundred percent. And it didn't happen at school, but it was just a stupid thing I did. Does that count? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I was like, I don't know, I was maybe like fifteen or sixteen, and uh, for some reason, my mom, instead of buying slices of cheese, had bought just like a round circle of provolone, like a big circle of it. Mm. And I That's was like, I want, a, I want a sandwich. So I took I took out a large knife and I started trying to cut like a sandwich slice, <laughs> like a round sandwich slice of provolone off of like the round hunk of provolone. Oh, jeez. And I, I ended up, the knife slipped out of the cheese and wedged into my two fingers. No. Oh. Jeez. So like so deeply that it went into the bone in my middle finger. Oh my and fuck! Yeah, so like I had to like pull this like cheesy knife out of my fingers and go to the emergency room. Oh. And I remember like because I was bleeding super super bad, so they whisked me like straight to the back. And the doctor back there was like, "Well, what did you do?" And I said, "I was cutting the cheese." And they all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and they all laugh really hard at me. And uh that was this, that was super I'm sorry. embarrassing. And like I'm not trying to take away from what is obviously a very true story, but this sounds like something you'd tell sitting next to Jay Leno on, on the, to, the Tonight Show or something. It seems like this that the, kind of punchline at the end. This is the closest I'm ever gonna get to sitting next to Jay Leno on the Tonight Show, so That's marvelous. That's that's not what Jay Leno would say, but I would like to think he would. Can you do the what's his name? Um, the guy who sat next to Johnny Carson. Um, um Vince, not Vince. No, uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon, do an Ed McMahon for me. Oh, I, uh, I'd really. He's just like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Ed McMahon. He went. He, I think the thing he he did like an Alf laugh. He went like, ha. Oh like, yeah, he, he would, would just, just like bark. He would just kind yeah. of bark a laugh out. But he always he always had like an intonation to it, so it wasn't just a loud visceral scream. Right, <laughs> no, like he, it he was, was like, like a, a, a ha of like disapproval or like a ha of like entertaining. Yeah, just yeah, different haws for different situations. Now, if you asked me to do what David Letterman sidekick would do i'm sitting right in front of a keyboard at all times <laughs> so i could totally do that like the uh the paul schaefer was really just he would kind of just be like yeah yeah like it, it just kind of like nod and smile and play just like a little ditty you know but really what more could you want from a friend <laughs> do you think when he was off duty he had one of those like keytars like slung around his uh his chest definitely 
Definitely. If not that, a, t- a key to- or like a tie with a keyboard that actually worked. <laughs> Wait, didn't he invent those? He invented the, 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 the keyboard tie, I think, actually. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. That sounds like an accurate statement. I want to see. No, but anyway. God, thinking about Paul Schaefer makes me thirsty. <laughs> My mouth is so dry. You know what? He makes me thirsty, too. Um, Socks, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? I'm glad you asked, because I have in front of me... I have in front of me the bottle of uh, Ciroc Coconut uh, Vodka Spirits that I have had sitting in front of me for several weeks, including the Naked Lady shot glass, and I feel like... I feel like it's finally time to fucking bust the goddamn seal on this motherfucker. Are you doing that? Is that what I hear you doing right now? Yeah. Does this really have a twist off top? Oh, that's fancy. Holy shit, it does. So this oh, is Ciroc. God. This is like, is this Puffy's brand, correct? Ciroc. Puffy's? Puffy. 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 Puff Daddy. P. YouTube Diddy. celeb. Oh Puffy. my God. It could very well be. I need one of you to look it up while I'm like, well, I'm about to drink what smells like perfume. Are you sure it's not actually perfume? This could actually be perfume. That makes way more sense with the bottling. Yeah. But it did come with a shot glass. Oh, you're going to take a shot anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. It, no, it's an, it is an imported spirit drink. Okay. I'm an imported spirit. Okay, here we go. This is... Jesus Christ. Okay, it's 70 proof. 35% alcohol. I'm really bad at shots, so we might have, like, oh boy. a flashback to, um, to, to puke chat. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let's just get mm-hmm. this over with. I'm very anxious. I want to know what it tastes like. It's, it has a robust smell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hold your nose and just, uh... Yeah, uh, bottoms up. Chunk that bad boy down that throat. Mm. All right, let's fucking go. Do it! Ew. <laughs> that sounded so nasty. <laughs> that sounded disgusting. <laughs> That's, I, I'm putting my foot down that we edit that sound out. That was the worst. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, socks, buddy, what have you done? I'm okay. okay. You all right? You okay? How does it, how does it taste, pal? Give me three seconds. Okay. Well, oh, I'd no. like you to, no, you got to answer now. We're live. Fuck you. We've been streaming this. <laughs> oh, no. The Periscope. people demand to know. So it tastes. It tastes like fucking Christ. <gasps> oh, it is an imported spirit. <laughs> Straight from heaven. No, no, no. It's you know. Okay. It's a vodka with a nice, you know, a nice like, a nice fucking. God damn it! I can't do this. <laughs> I'm so bad at shots. Describe how you're feeling. Like, how do you bad. feel right now? You feel like you might puke? Almost. I did almost, but I'm good now. Okay. All right. So does it taste like coconut? You said it was coconut, right? Is it coconutty? Oh, yeah. 100% got it. Like, this fantastic coconut aftertaste. Uh, mm. After after drinking some fucking ass out of this actual ass. Well, it didn't sound like ass. Yeah. You're right. I, sounded, I drank out of the torso. It, it sounded thick. It is pretty fucking thick, honestly. Mm. It's like a syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... You're not wrong there. I don't know. It's been a while since I've had anything to drink. Um, but, uh... You going through those motions, those sickening sounds, and those glugs and drinks, kind of, oh, oh god, I'm remembering Warren, something. there's a twinkle in your eye. What's going on? Are you having a flashback? Ah, <laughs> uh, wow, I had forgotten about this.
Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural episode of The Wind Down with Tom and Oren. Uh, I'm here with my friend Oren, and um, say hello, Oren. Hey everybody. And we're here to just review some of the, the finest wines, the finest vinos, from uh, some of wrestling's finest wit- vintners. Is it vintners? It's vintners. 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 It's vintners. It's vintners. Now, Oren, tell, 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 tell us a little bit about your uh, your experience of wine and, you know, your appreciation for uh, that as a... Uh... I hate wine. Yeah, I don't like wine either. Um, neither, is a, neither of us are really wine fans. I will say that, especially after we're, we're drinking the, the Bella's wine... I think that actively made me dislike wine even more. But that was good wine. It wasn't. But no. we had a good time. We had a good time. With we, wine. With wine. So that's why we're back. And we're hoping to have maybe um, still a fun experience, but maybe also a better experience, you know, actually enjoying the wine. And that's what we're going to try and do today. Um, the first one we have is from Knocking Point Wine. It's called Dream. It's uh, from produced by consulting winemaker Cody Runnels, the American Nightmare, and there's not a lot of information on. Okay, so there's not a lot of information on the bottle. It doesn't say what kind of wine it is. It says it's American sparkling wine, twelve percent alcohol, and it's Con- got an inspirational quote on it. It does. It contains sulfites. Knockingpointwines.com, and then it has a quote. Can you read that quote for us, Oren? You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. Dusty roads. And that's a beautiful message. Um, it's a beautiful message. It is a failure in terms of like giving you any ideas of you know what to expect the wine to taste like, what to pair it with. I'm wondering if it isn't uh, a suggestion that your your light will shine after mm. you have some wine. Okay, so you think this will brighten us up a little it's bit? It's going to light you up. All oh, right, I'm excited for that. Uh, again, we don't know that much about wine. What would you call... It's got like one of those... Like a champagne popper, pop-top thing. Yeah, it's got a cork in it uh, that is held down by a thing. Yeah. Uh, Tom's, un- <laughs> Tom's unscrewing the thing. I'm unscrewing it right now. And there's there's, a, there's an air of tension now in the room because we're not really experienced with wine. I don't know how to do this very well. I'm worried it's going to pop off and like hurt someone. Oren's wearing glasses, so she's got some safety. I don't. You want to wear my glasses? I don't want to wear your glasses. That's fine. All right, so get ready, listeners. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You did right, a good popped, job. Thank you. That popped right off. There's no spillages so far. That was probably quite a satisfying sound for you guys. Uh, I'll pour one glass initially for Aaron. Here we go. Oh. Mm. How's that? That's some ASMR for you. That sounds pretty good, right? Mmm. That's probably going to be enough. Thanks for the wine, Tom. Hey, don't worry about it. Pour a second glass. I'll just do that for the listeners now. You hear those bubbles? Mmm. It's got a real smell as well. Sure does. <laughs> it smells real. It smells like real wine. Um, so I get all the information. There might be more information on the website. We don't have the website open, so we're just going off the label, which just says American sparkling wine. Now, can you tell me a little bit about the color of this, of this sparkling wine? White, yellowish. Um... If this, Golden? Were, if, this Golden were piss, if this were piss, how hydrated would you feel if this were the color of your piss? Decently hydrated. If you had this amount of froth on your piss. That's an indication of something. I'm not sure. Sh- what, what is that an indication of? Is that like, is that an indication of sulfites or? Listeners, if you know what it means if your piss is frothy, please uh, make sure to use the hashtag ask. Ask uh, WA anyway. if you have any information about frothy piss. I was actually looking up um, like, you know. Like problem signs of piss, uh, like last week, and I know. Okay, so the big ones to look out for: blood, obviously, mm-hmm. 
Um, very, very dark colors, I think, is a problem. Green colors, like any kind of just non-yellow colors is a problem. Froth is one of the problems, and I can't remember what it indicated it was a problem of. But listeners, if you have frothy piss on a regular basis, see a doctor. Tom, off air, let me know what's going on with your piss, okay? Um, it off was... air, off air. Okay. Later. Okay. You ready to do this? Uh, All right, go. we've picked up our glasses. Uh, we're we're mm. smelling we're smelling the sparkling wine. If I had to describe the the scent, it would be wine. Um, if this know, were your piss, if this and were it my smelled piss, like this, I'd, I'd I'd have to sample it. You'd have to I'd take, have to you'd it, have to take a, a little, little sip. Sick. All right. Well, uh, here's to you, Aaron, and uh, here's to you, listeners. And hey, hey, here's to here's to the light, great, dusty roads. And here's to you, Tom. Yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. It ain't that's, bad. That's not bad at all. It ain't yeah. bad. Um, first, it d- first impressions. Mm-hmm. I do taste grapes. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of insight that you that you can expect from from the wine down. There's a taste of grapes. There's. It's not unpleasant at all. It tastes like, kind of soda like. You know. It's yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. Um, I'm not sure what the term. I wouldn't say very swell. It's okay for someone who doesn't like wine. Maybe it is very sweet, and maybe people who do like wine that would be a bad thing. But for me, who someone who doesn't like wine but does like soda, I'm enjoying it. That's what I'm, I'm getting at a good here. Time, this, yeah. I like I like my alcoholic drinks to taste like um, like sugar soda. Yeah. And to me, this is accomplishing that. If I close my eyes hard enough, I can mm. pretend this is Sprite. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Cheers but, again. Cheers again. Huh. I would also so again. There's no information about what to pair this with or how to how to have it. Um, if I was to give some suggestions on what to pair this with, maybe a bag of Haribo, maybe some chewy sweets, some gummy sweets. What um, kind of Haribo is your is your pick? I just got weirdly cola bottles, and I know that's kind of a different flavor. I like this, but I think it would work. I think it would be complemented quite well. It, it's a little matchy matchy, but I appreciate. Not, no, there's no. I don't think there's any cola notes to this. But it's fizzy with fizzy. But not fizzy cola bottles, not like the not the fizzy cola not the fizzy bottles, ones, just, just the regular the ones. The smooth. Yeah. He, Tom means the smooth cola bottles. Listeners, I mean the, the smooth cola bottles, just to clarify. This is um, not bad. Mm. This is certainly not bad at all. Um, yeah, and it's kind of... What, do you like champagne? I actually do like champagne. I'll drink champagne. Does this taste like champagne to you? This, if you handed me a glass of this, yeah, <laughs> I would take a sip and I would say thanks for the champagne. <laughs> yeah, if, you were, if I was at like... The only places where I would drink champagne is at like, you know, weddings and like events like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're obliged to drink champagne. And if someone presented to me this and said, sir, your champagne, I'd say, oh, thank you very much. How is this legitimate question here? How is this not champagne? Isn't this champagne? <laughs> All right. I mean, this is this is a boring question for more intelligent people who know about, like, isn't champagne, it has to be from, like, the champagne region of France or something? Ooh. Or the, the champagne region of France? I don't France? know. The bottles of Andre in my refrigerator are definitely not from anywhere in France. You sure? Do you know? It's, I guess I'm not. Do you know it's specifically sure. champagne? Is it called champagne? I can't tell you that. We can't tell you. I think there's... We don't know. Again, we we don't like wine, but we do like this. So we don't have a a lot of information for you. But I would say, um, if you land yourself a bottle of of Dream from Knocking Point Wines, uh, a tribute to the late Great Dusty Roads, uh, you're in for a pretty good treat, I would say. Um, Yeah, just knock it back. Enjoy it. Are you wrapping this up? I'm not wrapping this up. I don't know. Like, it's... I feel... I'm starting to feel insecure about how much knowledge I have about wine. How about instead of instead of trying to bust out knowledge about the wine, we just 
Now, Tom is currently smelling the cork. I'm smelling the cork out of um, kind of desperation because I know that that's Man? something some some people do. Well, my dad likes wine, and he would smell the cork. What would stuff. Jerry say about this? Uh, he'd be quite dismissive of it because he'd know that it'd be made, you know, as to honor a wrestler, <laughs> and he has like a fairly low opinion of wrestling. Okay. Um, so I think he would say, "Oh, you know, it's for for, for a cheap sparkling wine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's a bit, a bit too sweet for me. A bit too sweet. A bit too basic." Uh, so he'd probably have take issue with it, um, but that's the kind of guy he is. He's kind of prone to pretensions. If you if you gave a glass of this to Jerry, yeah, and told him, uh, "Here's something special for you, pops, yeah. uh-huh. pops, love you, man, love you, man." Do you think he'd like it if he didn't know that it was Dusty Rhodes wine? If I didn't give him any, okay. If I lied to, if I like put it into, if I siphoned it into like a bottle of like fancy champagne, uh, I think he would like it, and I think he would be. Um, I think it would. I think it would pass the Jerry, like the the Jerry taste test, if he didn't realize it was like a wrestler's themed right. bottle of. You've, you've got it there, sparkling wine, folks. Jerry would like this wine. I'm not saying for sure, but I'm pretty confident. Jerry, if you're yeah. listening, please uh, shoot us a shoot us a little email. Yeah. Uh, make sure to use the official uh, wrestlingonair at gmail dot com. Yes, please, please do. Don't email Tom personally. Don't email me personally. Just send it straight, and don't use the comments as well, because that's you know use your real name there. And again, I don't want people to dox you. Nobody's ever gonna approve that comment, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously, gonna, it's I, gonna sit in the queue forever. When I do approve the comments, it's, I like I, I edit out all your personal information. So and he edits in a, new information. I don't edit called, in new information. He calls you a butthead. I don't call. Come on, I don't call my dad a butthead. That'd be outrageous. Uh, but yeah, just realize what. Rating out of five, <laughs> five star rating scale. Of, I'm giving this a solid five out of five. Five out of five. Wow. For an inaugural episode on a five out of five. I'll give it a four out of five. Uh, but then, um, uh, but it's still a high recommendation, you know. Like when you combine the two, the two scores, uh, you get a nine. You get a nine. So uh, yeah, here's to you, Aaron, and uh, here's to you, Tom. Here's to you, listeners. kind of wow. zoned out there wow that was that was weird i was was i asleep or Lord, what's that red liquid all over your shirt mm. Mm. it tastes like a nightmare mm. oh <laughs> all right socks oh boy hey you're feeling better now yeah i'm feeling pretty good uh and you know what i'm feeling really really up for right now uh, a little game of cat and mouse a little game of connect four baby no Uh-oh. No! I'm feeling up for questions. Okie dokie. I heard we have good ones. Oh, we're going. We're going to questions. If you want to send us a question, you can do so at the email wrestlingonair at gmail.com or with the hashtag AskWOA. This first one comes in from Jerry. Jerry asks, Tom's father here again. No. Jack the Ripper's favorite song? Give me the moonlight, give me the girl, and leave the rest to me. Jerry, what does that mean? What is... Uh, Has Jerry been uh, taking a nip of the Ciroc coconut? (laughs) (laughs) 
has Jerry, because we know Jerry is from uh, is from Great Great Britain, the, England. I don't know exactly where he's from. All those places are the exact same place to me. But, Just say uh, Manchester and move on. Manchester, sure. Yeah, yeah he's That's from Manchester. <laughs> uh, but it is possible that uh, he has prolonged his life by several centuries. I think. And has committed several atrocities. Um, so here's my take on what just happened. I think he was threatening me. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, every time he wants to ride in, he wants to take old Tim here down a peg. And let me tell you, it's not happening. It's not happening, Jerry. Jerry, Tim's gonna get you. Tom's not here to smooth things out. Yeah, you know what? Is, is this some, like, dumb, like in joke between him and tom like what kind of in joke could they have about jack the ripper's favorite song it just suddenly hit me that i even remember who tom is so (laughs) i'm dealing with all of that oh boy Uh, so is this was this like intended to pop tom but since tom's not here it's just completely lost on all of us that's what it sounds like to me but it's i don't know at first i thought maybe it had something to do like if if uh like there was a song or something that we didn't know i don't know i don't know I mean, I did look it up. I I did look it up. It is by Sam Ash. That's an actual song. Or or Frankie Vaughn. Frankie Vaughn. I don't fucking know this. I don't know this. I'm not 60 years old or however old you are, like 80 or whatever. I don't know Frankie Vaughn songs. This song is from 1959. Yeah, get get listen to something uh, from our generation, Jerry, yeah. and, and get back to us. Yeah. Um, Jerry, Jerry, let me uh, give you a little hint. Go to uh, YouTube.com, and why don't you search for a little uh, pop princess named Britney Spears, and then get back to us. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. All right, our next question is titled, The Dreaded Peter Rosenberg from Listener Tom, not, uh, not you know podcast member Tom. Former podcast member Tom. Former podcast member Tom. Uh Tom asks, Dear Wrestling On Air, my friends are, quote, hip-hop heads and claim Peter Rosenberg is well-respected in that community. They do not believe that he pays $15,000 to be on WWE programming, even if it's true. What should I do? Okay, well, nobody's going to take this. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, thought, I thought my internet was fucked up and that I couldn't hear yeah. you guys. No, I, I kind of <laughs> thought... <laughs> sit here waiting i'm like surely surely has somebody has something so i'm not gonna jump in and no if we just gotta all just say listen i was like i was typing in the chat i'm like my internet's fucked up i'm hopping off and back on um so i think all that needs to be done is to uh point them to um the royal rumble pre-show where kevin owens said Mm. he heard it too (laughs) that's a wrestler in the business and if he's heard it it has to be true right yeah. Yeah. That's how sources work, right? Yeah. It's canon in WWE now that pay, uh, Peter Rosenberg pays for to be on there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Um, now, now, why would Peter Rosenberg be like respected in the in the hip hop uh, community? What does he do? Is there <sighs> he just constantly now? writes on rap genius. Is he a rapper? Does he lay down uh, oh, bars? Fuck. Does he like if I search for Peter Rosenberg rapping on the internet? Is that gonna like yield? Results. Uh, let's see. Peter Rosenberg, rap rapper. Peter Rosenberg, rapper. Peter Rosenberg destroys Thanksgiving and Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Mm. No, this guy is just a grade A joker. He yeah, no, is, this guy uh, just sucks. Yeah, he's just some dude from Maryland who 
went to the University of Maryland uh, and has a spouse named Alexa and his parents' name is MJ. And that's pretty much all from Wikipedia that I think is worth knowing about this dude. Yeah. Uh, and that's... he obviously has a lot of money in his pocket because, man, he really grovels to uh, to get those on-air personality stints on the WWE Network, huh? <laughs> How much do y'all think he paid to get that um, Bobby Heenan-style jacket made for himself? Oh, God. Oh, at least that? $2 million. Yeah. Oh, if I th- I'd say he spent $3 million and is in debt. <laughs> <laughs> So he's taking out several loans just to get himself out there, or or just to support WWE. He thinks they could really do, they could really uh, use it right now. Well, they could. Yeah. You know, someone's someone's got to fund Alpha Entertainment in the XFL, and it might as well be Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> you know who should found it though, right? Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Oh! <laughs> Y'all ever heard of this guy? He's an alien. Um, and he like comes to save the world and shit. It's wild. Man, are they going to give him his own XFL team? You think they oh, are? Fuck, that would rule. They what are. What city is going to get the Goku's? Well, it's really weird, but it's uh, it's just Michigan. It's just the whole the whole state <laughs> of Michigan. <laughs> the Michigan Goku's. Are their helmets going to be shaped like Goku's head? It's just going to be his hair. Yes, it's just going to be thick wigs of Goku hair. And they're all going to wear little cool belts. I can't wait for the XFL. And you know, that's something we should have talked about before we got into questions, is our excitement for the XFL. Because I know we all are excited for the XFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, actually. I'm glad not the really. politics are finally out of football. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Vince McMahon's eyes, <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> Because something something about starting the XFL really changed his eyes. And I, I don't know how you account for that. I don't know. Is it just the, the joy of a new venture just you, like just injected this new youth into his face? Or, well, uh, actually, that's just uh, a football that he just had uh, like put onto <laughs> his face through surgery. And it was, you know, like more more power to him if he wants to do it. I just don't get into being uh, called uh, old... Uh, is it called a pig skin? Is that what people call football, or is that cow skin? Uh, it's, I think it's a. Mm, it's some sort of skin. I mean, it's leather, so, right? It's, you know, you're saying it's the old leather skin. Yeah, leather face. The old leather bag. He's a murderer. Pass around the leather ball. Yeah. The uh, the old <laughs> Jack talk, the Ripper ball. Toss me the sack of leather. Yeah. So he gets these skin grafts from uh, from footballs put onto his face, and that's how. <laughs> That's and how I he heard, keeps his uh, his nice dark complexion. You know, there's a, there's a nasty rumor going around that Vince McMahon is blind, and I can tell <laughs> you that he has footballs in his eyes now that mm-hmm. allow him to see. It's like Jordy LaForge's visor, <laughs> except it's footballs yeah. inside of his eyes, and he can see really fucking good now. Yeah. And I, his family was really worried about it at first. They they were trying to talk him out of it, but he just kept saying. It's just footballs. It's just football. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think we're all aware that Vince McMahon has been using the uh, life prolonging, uh, life prolonging surgery methods that Walt Disney and our beautiful president Donald Trump have used. I wasn't aware he was also a biomechanoid. He is. Um, he has his his blood is actually just straight oil. Wow. The oil of what? Olay. <laughs> Olay. <laughs> 
Fair enough, man. Hey, Socks. Yeah? You got another question? I got so many more questions. This one is question for, quote, the show from Zachary. Zachary asks, now that James Ellsworth is on the indie circuit, trying to squeeze every last nickel out of his short-lived WWE run, how long until he actually gets murdered taking a bump? Love the show. So the word murder here. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. If he, if for him to get murdered taking a bump would mean the int- an intent uh, to to kill him. So yes. the, if we're if we're reading your your question to the letter, Zachary, you're asking is someone going to intentionally kill James Ellsworth taking a bump? Okay. Yeah. Is someone going to kill James Ellsworth, and do we have to solve his murder? And is it a WWE Choose Your Own Adventure book <laughs> that we can use to solve the murder? <laughs> If you'd like to write that for us, we'll gladly read it. No, I don't want to make any commitments. I would say it would be Ryback that caused it, but he I don't think he wrestles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yeah. I was gonna say Ryback's Ryback doesn't appear to be taking engagements at this time, but if anyone were to do it, I Tim, I'm with you, it would have to be Ryback. An agreement right here. Yeah. Uh next question. Alright. Alright, this next one comes in from Cliff. Cliff asks. Two wrestlers are involved in a transporter accident, causing them to be combined into one new wrestler. Who are the two wrestlers involved, and what is the name of the wrestler? Also, sorry to prolong the puke talk, but please ask Warren about the time she barfed in my boot. Love, Cliff. That's my husband. Hey, Cliff. I really got really to hear this boot story. Yeah, we got another okay. boot. So back before Cliff and I were married and we were just boyfriend-girlfriend, we, uh, we went on a camping trip with some of our friends and uh, both of his brothers. And I got really drunk. I got super, super, super drunk. And when it was time to go to bed, we went inside of our tent and uh, we took off our shoes and put them outside of the tent. And I immediately had to throw up. So I stuck my head out of the little zipper door of the tent and puked directly into Cliff's boot (laughs) and then fell asleep. And so in the morning when we woke up, Cliff realized as he went to put his shoe on that there was a whole bunch of barf inside of his boot. And he was going to throw the boots away. It was cold. It was cold out there, too. And I said, no, 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 no. I, you know, I really like this guy. I, I, want, I want him to like me, too. I'm, I don't want him to think I'm an asshole. And so I, probably the most hungover I've ever been in my life, cleaned by hand and leaves all of the puke out of the inside of the boot. Wow. And washed it washed it out and just like meticulously cleaned all the barf out of this boot and he kept telling me no just throw the boot away that's disgusting and i said no cliff i'm gonna do this thing for you i'm gonna fix this i'm gonna make this right and he still wears those boots to this very day okay that's fucked up that he didn't just throw them out were they nice boots yeah they're a pair of leather doc martens they're really nice okay See, now I understand. You you pretty much made him new boots. I essentially, the boots are better now than they were before they had the puke in them. They have the tempering effect, you know, like yeah. the, the just the patina that puke gives leather. You can't fake that. You can't buy that in a store. Now, is it true you uh, stitch new soles into it uh, using uh, clumps of mud and dirt? Uh, you know, actually, what I did is not clumps of mud and dirt. You're on the right track. But I kind of just ripped the soles off of my own feet and <laughs> stitched stitched in my own beautiful leather, my own personal human leather uh, wow. into the into the bottom of the boot just to show it's him beautiful. how much I cared and how sorry I was for what I that had done. That was really nice of you. I'm sure he I'm sure I'm sure he loved that. 
All right. This next question is titled The Two Genders from Justin. And I'm assuming the genders in this uh, question are actually the two questions involved in it, which are both uh, which wrestler is likely to win their freedom from slavery by winning a pod race like Anakin Skywalker and... Conversely, which wrestler is most likely to get their tongue caught on the beam of the energy binders, tethering a pod racer's engines together like Jar Jar Binks? Oh, that's a great question for Orin. Orin, why don't you answer that? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. No. I mainly took this question because the title made me mad, because much like, much like deep uh, Star Wars lore questions... There's a fucking spectrum, man. There's oh, so boy. many. There's uh, so many genders sucks. and also Star Wars lore. Yeah. Um I think I think uh Anakin uh pod race. I don't even remember the question. What was it? Who which wrestler would win their freedom from slavery? Oh, oh, oh. I don't ooh, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> that that question itself, just on its own, is actually kinda good. Like, let's think about wrestlers who in in, in figurative ways have won uh, their freedom from slavery um i want to think of i want to think of ray mysterio yeah but now he's back enslaved with them mm. again so very true sean Ugh. michaels freed himself from jbl <laughs> <laughs> and found and found uh the freedom uh given to him by christ yeah yeah the yeah socks what do you got I got, I want to skip this question and forget we t- we asked it. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I thought we turned it around. We tried. Okay. Next question. Dear W-O-A crew, although he may not be on the next pod to hear it, my hearty congrats to Tom on his beautiful baby girl. I'm so glad Wrestling On Air will now slowly pivot into a parenting podcast, and I think the transition could be hastened by another crew member having a baby. There are three of you, but of course... We all know the best candidate of who should have the next baby. So with that in mind, I ask, which wrestler should impreg socks? Thanks, Nick. So which which wrestler should impregnate me? I'm going to have to go with... Ah, uh, fuck. That's what they would be doing, yes. <laughs> I want to I want to see Braun Strowman impregnate you since he's filled with so much calm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I mean, that, it's only right that that like the what you know somebody you see as a leader in the the incel community, um, somebody that just broke out of it. It would only be right for him to convert you out of it as well. Now, listen, I know I know you guys aren't as big a, aren't like huge nerds or anything. You're a little bit on the jock side. Yeah, I, I hate fucking. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but have you uh, have you ever heard of the anime uh, Boku no Hero Academia? Oh yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. You know, Oren was just DMing me about that the other day. Um, <laughs> she won't shut up about it, and I kind of had to just kind of like leave the DMs. I don't want to hear about this. Uh, what Is was that it? why you left the DM? Boku no um, Hero. Yes. Yep, Ox, what about yep, it? You almost got it. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so. Uh, so the reason I'm bringing it up is because, like, there's a power in that anime called One for All, where over generations, the power uh, moves on and gets accumulated with each person hey, and, Orin. like, keeps growing over and over again. Uh, and Tim, similar, what's going on? Similar Do to... Do you ever uh, wish he would just shut up? This is terrible. This is so bad. I'm going this somewhere. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. He's yelling about anime on our fucking podcast. Oh, God. 
does he think he can do this now? I Socks, what hey, were you- I'm go- I, I, I was going to- Hey, listen. Okay, so here's the thing. With this power that is co- that is transferred over, it is much like the incel community, me and Braun Strowman, in that uh, Braun Strowman is the combination of all of our cummies into one person. So him and him injecting his into me would make me like would make me grow at least three feet. Okay, so you're just you're like a cum monster, is what you're. Saying. <laughs> Why didn't he just say that? Why didn't you just say that? We all know you're a cum monster. Just you're Nothing a big, new. A big jizz devil. <laughs> Tasmanian devil, but just like a whirlwind of jizz. The jizzmanian devil. It's you, socks. Collecting bottle caps and shit. I want that on a t-shirt. I want sassy socks in a tornado of his own jizz. And it says, like, don't mess with me before I've had my cereal. And... <laughs> But this it's not milk, it's just healing. It's just jizz. It's just cum. Hey, Socks, uh, next question, please. <laughs> and don't you ever fucking talk about anime on this podcast again. Don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. As recently discussed, Darby Allen and Priscilla Kelly both appeared on great TLC reality shows. I've also seen some clips of young Marty Skrull on some kind of dating show. My question is... What other wrestlers do you think have reality TV appearances that are waiting to be discovered? And that one's from Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. That's a great question. Thanks, Sonia. I'd like to. I'd like to think that like Jason Kincaid was on an episode of Eliminate or something. Oh my god, like... I was fixing to say Eliminate. Yes, <laughs> that I, I. I would. I dream of the day I find the big next you know viral video of a wrestler being on Eliminate. There's. There's got to be a fuck. Like if if Dolph Ziggler wasn't on Eliminate, I'll kill myself. Oh, he's he's prom Eliminate material. He is, or like shipmates. Y'all remember shipmates? Shipmates. You know? Shipmates was like a limitate, but on a cruise ship. That didn't last long, right? Yeah, it didn't last long, but I sure as hell watched a lot of it. Hey, Socks, do we have any more questions? We do have questions. We have questions from Twitter.com. And if you want to send us a question on Twitter, just use the hashtag AskWOA, and you'll sound a lot like Sarah Scan E Lee. Sarah asks, woman to woman, hi, Oren. Have you got any podcast hosting advice? You're an inspiration to me. Sarah, woman to woman, thank you so much for asking this. But guess what, girl? You've got this. You and Sarah from Ireland, who have your own podcast called Sarah and Sarah, you guys are Mm. already doing good. Uh, You don't need help from me. You've got this, girl. Uh, By the way... Listen to Sarah and Sarah around the world, a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Okay. Um, are they right. paying you off? I feel like they've been trying to sabotage <laughs> us for a long time. And I will not uh, have Voices of Wrestling be brought up on this podcast. Voices of Wrestling is trying to either destroy or encapsulate us. One or the They're other. We're not sure us. yet. They're very are you saying, of wrestling are you saying that of Sarah are you saying that Sarah and Sarah are trying to take no. over this podcast? Somehow? No, they're just they're <laughs> They're just uh, puppets on the cog. Uh, I'm sure that's the <gasps> saying, right? They don't know. They woman don't know. Woman, Sarah, don't listen to these men telling you <laughs> that you're a cog in a machine as you're doing your Voices own thing. Voices of Wrestling is using you against us to take <gasps> us down because they don't like our podcasting power. Now we see Tim's true colors and MRA who hates women. <laughs> I need- <laughs> 
I knew someday this day would come. That southern accent was hiding something terrible. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, okay. Tim, if you keep mansplaining, I'm going to report no. you to the DSA. I, I fully support Sarah and Sarah. I do not. Oh, my God. Don't take my rose away. It's wilting. No, I support Sarah and Sarah. I do not support Voices of Wrestling. How about how that? many how many roses do you currently have? Oh, I have collected a dozen, each one for every cop badge I have. <laughs> oh Damn. shit! Like trophies of all the no, cops you cop. murdered? Oh, okay. You've killed all those cops? Damn, boy! I didn't realize you were hard like that. I'm pretty hard. This is a horrid confession. Oh, yeah, and I'm hard too. Can we get another question? We can get another question. Uh, Bear Supreme Bear ninety asks. Which wrestler do you think could benefit the most from a gimmick revamp centered around a beverage or be most likely to successfully incorporate it into their current gimmick? Which beverage would it be and how would they use it? I got to go with Braun Strowman and piss on this one. Jesus. I feel like <laughs> if if I could, first of all, he's he's like he's filled to the brim with something and maybe that's come mm -hmm. i mean i know you guys think that that's coming i tend to agree but imagine if you squeeze his big old belly how much piss is going to come <laughs> straight out of that it's, yeah it's, it's he has his like his belly has udders and that's how you milk his piss out they're called nipples tim i almost called you tom i'm sorry I'm sorry I almost called you that now, monster. Now, Oren, what's your, what's your favorite brand of urine? My favorite brand of urine is Great Value Urine. I think it pretty much tastes <laughs> just as good as uh, as the name brands. Uh, what um, are you drinking yeah. over there? Oh, no, I, I drink I drink Sam's Choice Urine, so I, I too, uh, do not go big brand. Have you have you tried organic urine? Oh, you mean that uh, that raw water stuff? You know, yeah, it's I've free heard... of yeast. I heard Tom talking about how much he loved to drink that uh, that organic piss the other day, but I don't know. That's not really my style. I'm not that kind of girl. I just drink Mr. Piss. Hmm. You said Mr. Pib? What was that? Mr. Mr. Piss. Mr. Piss. Now, is Mr. Piss related to Mr. Pib in any way? Yes. Yes. They're, you know, they're phonetically similar. So this implies that Pib and Piss is their first name. What's their last name? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pibb's first name is Piss, and Mr. Piss's first name is Pib. So you've got oh, Pib, Pib Piss and Piss and Pib. Piss Pib. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, Rumpel Piss Pib. Lightning round. Let's keep it Lightning going. Lightning round. All right. I got a quick one here for you from, um, I really, I really don't know how to pronounce this. T t t Tom? Are you sure it's yeah. not Tam? Tam? Tam, yeah, Tam sounds about right. Tam, Tam Blarg asks, how much do all of you miss me? And also, which of the mis mix match challenge couples do you ship? I don't mm. like this question. Can we kind of edit around this maybe? Or yeah, this question kind of no, I think we should honestly. leave it in. That was a fucking stupid question. They should be called out for it. Uh, You're on notice, Tam. I don't know. I'm not into this call out culture. I prefer if we just deleted it. So we'll have to. We'll mm. discuss this off mic. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, I well, let's move on. Uh, next from question. That trash. I got another question here from good, 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 sweet angel RJ. RJ from CAS. Which wrestler would you most likely be able to book for the podcast? My personal answer is Jarek. Gotta agree with you, buddy. I'd say that Jarek would be 100% ready to go for this podcast. No questions asked. <laughs> Do you think he'd have any tricks prepared for the show? 
what sort of magic tricks can you do on a podcast would be my that's question. A, that's the thing. I imagine he would like, he would research us intensely. He would see that there is an episode we have called 4,000 Hours of Kissing. He would get very interested in that and then learn that we hate him. I don't think he'd do any looking back on our podcast. I think he would just go, come in. He just wants that. He wants uh, the praise of being out there on social media <laughs> and online. You th- think he has like a big rubber stamp that just says approved on it and that he would see a request <laughs> come across his desk and he would just slam that rubber stamp on it and give it to his assistant who is dressed very sexily next to his desk. And she would pick up the horn and give us a call. I think the rubber stamp is attached to the end of a magic wand and he just just kind of slings it down like he did a magic trick, but really it's just a stamp <laughs> on the end of a wand. So, yeah, I, I RJ, I think you kind of hit the nail right on the head with this one. I think it would be Jarek. Uh, I really can't think of any other self-respecting wrestlers who would have anything to do with us. Yeah, I mean, that's why we go specifically for wrestlers who don't respect themselves. Like Austin Theory. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, I Austin Theory's building a brand, as we've discussed, and I think that he is... I feel like he might. I feel like he might do the show, guys. Do you think that Austin Theory would come on our podcast? Oh yes, without yeah, a doubt, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would we have prepared? Like, what what would we have for Austin? We could have his dad, Baron Corbin, on with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh Baron's not coming anywhere near that. Baron Baron knows where uh, his child support money isn't going, and that's to Austin Theory's nutritional habits that are very above board and um, <laughs> entirely healthy. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. Yeah, it's a, it's a hundred percent CrossFit. Um, yeah, thanks, RJ. You're the best question asker of all time. I'm gonna hug you, RJ. Yeah, we're gonna hug you so good, buddy. Uh, all but, of us. But, but but socks. Do you have any more questions? I have so many questions. Oh God. Barry at the Barry Lad ass Ryback aside, which wrestler would most likely represent themselves in court? I think one of the Brits or Aries. <laughs> I don't. In my head, I see Trent Seven walking into the courtroom <laughs> with just his wrestling attire on, uh, yeah. and just and just being like, "I can handle this," you know, <laughs> just prancing around all old up and hairy. Old up and hairy. <laughs> yeah, this was this was gonna this was gonna be mine as well. I just I see him as someone who has a lot of misplaced confidence, <laughs> and so. Like I could, I could see him being like fully, fully into the idea that that he could represent himself in a court of law. But I also like Emma comes to mind here because yes. I think that she knows uh, she's obviously been in court before, so she knows how all that goes. <laughs> but that I could see her not only wanting to represent herself as an attorney, but maybe also as the bailiff or the police officer in court. <laughs> so you know, she'd have on like she'd have on her sexy police sunglasses and her little fucking cop outfit yeah she's got Um, the outfits for it yeah she's got the outfit so she could like hold her own hand and drag herself into court (laughs) so she's you know she's got her cop thing on but then she could also have on or she could switch out and put on like a suit you know so she could be an attorney and just kind of do these costume switches in court i think that she would probably win whatever lawsuit was up against her with that strategy are you suggesting she would get naked and change in court Ooh, I didn't say the get naked part, but yes, I do think that she would change in court. Uh, I think that, like, what are you, what, like, what do you have in mind when you're visualizing this? When she gets naked? Ah, yes, socks. What do you have? What? How do you visualize Emma getting naked in court? That's what I'm asking. I feel like she's wearing some big old grandma panties. 
Mm. <laughs> now, is she wearing sort of like a half bikini where like half is the cop outfit and the other half is like the business suit? But the oh, bikini like side, the bikini the bikini set has a tie as well. <laughs> Just the bikini side. So she's wearing half a tie. Yeah. I like it. Do you think she's one of those like cowboy lawyers who wears like a bolo tie in the court? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and, and I'm and, like wait, wait, full wait. own custom made boots. You've given me the greatest picture in my head of like an actual like straight normal tie like half and then the other half is just a bolo tie half. And now that's something I actually want to own. Ooh, but don't you dare invent that because that's my intellectual property. Mm-hmm. And I'm making it first. Don't y'all fucking do it. That's my tie. That's my half tie, half bolo tie. I will. I am using my Jarek stamp right now to stamp Orin on that Wait, concept. You will not. I don't hear. It. I don't hear you stamping nothing. Kachunk. You hear that? Buddy? Oh my god! Oh, it was the beginning of Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, intellectual right. property thieves. Do we have any additional questions? Yes, we do. Alibama, yay ass. When Rey Mysterio delivered a 619 to both Roman Reigns and John Cena in tandem in the Royal Rumble, John smiled and said something to Roman. What was it? What was it? Uh, I have, I've always had this theory that backstage, uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena like to listen to classic rock. And their favorite is that uh, rock and roll hoochie coo. And I think that, and I've read, I read his lips, and I think that's what Cena was saying to him. It was a little buddy-buddy <laughs> thing. He said, rock and roll hoochie coo. Uh, see, you, you've read his lips, but I think maybe you've read his lips a little wrong. And he was saying, mm. Are you calling, calling out my lip reading on, I am, on the podcast? I am, sorry. Let's, don't be, He's a don't, professional. Yeah, don't, don't be touchy, though. We all make mistakes. Um, but... <laughs> You, I think what he was saying was coochie coochie coo. Coochie coochie coo. Oh, okay. He was giving like, him a little tickle. Yeah, like, like he was giving a little, oh. a nice little, like, nibble right at, right at the bottom of his calf. Orin, I'm sorry for being standoffish because now that I think about it, I do remember John Cena's hand being underneath Roman Reigns' massive armpit and just <laughs> jiggling it around a little. So he was totally yeah. tickling him and saying coochie coochie coo. Yeah, and Roman flashed that winning smile, that smile you can only you can only find when, when someone is getting tickled by the beautiful John Cena. And Roman Reigns is a known lover of tickles. Uh, he goes backstage <laughs> and just lays down and lets everybody uh, go to Tickle City on him. I mean, do you think that do you think that this is something that the that the the boys backstage sort of indulge in Roman? Is his yeah, love of tickling? Um, I bet they even go like it's a good it's a good workout, and I think they all <laughs> are trying to talk him into when he retires, starting his own like uh, profession where he uses tickles to make people exercise, <laughs> like uh, like CrossFit. Called, yeah, it's called CrossFit yeah, yeah, too. Like a CrossFit type deal. Um, you know, just a little place where people go and Roman Reigns is there with a big feather, just ready to go to town <laughs> on him. Does he do the hoo thing before he before he starts a tickle session? Does he just kind of like... He does, but it's not as intense. He goes for more of an ASMR relaxing tone. Mm. It's more of a hoo <laughs> <laughs> He's tickling you not just physically, but also like giving you a little bit of the... What are those called? What are they? The tingles? Like the chills. Like a, the yeah, chills. little tingles. Aka a, a massive bone. It is. It's like it's a two pronged approach to the to the tickle situation where he's tic- he's he's tickling you on a skin level and he's tickling you on a muscular level too. This is what he writes on the business proposal that he <laughs> uses to start his his tickly CrossFit two gym. 
Yeah, he wrote that on, on some toilet paper. And he just hands it to people. <laughs> he just, yeah, it's his business card. One little square, and he writes it on each little square and just tears it off. And he, he keeps a Sharpie with him, but, like, the Sharpie just kind of, like, tears the toilet paper yeah. and, like, bleeds through on it. And you can't read anything that's written on it. And he didn't know what to do with the toilet paper, so he just shoves it down the front of his shirt like a bib. And he just walks around with a lot of toilet paper on him at all times. <laughs> People think that he has, like, leaky nipples or something, but the truth is, is that he really just wants to start a tickle CrossFit company. And he does have leaky nipples, but that's the least of his words. Yeah, yeah. that's unrelated. Yeah. Socks, any more questions? Yeah, I got one last question for y'all. And just a reminder, if you want to send us any questions at all, you want to email them to the wrestlingonair at gmail.com email address, and we'll catch that with our mailer demons. Or you can use the AskWOA hashtag. And sound a lot like Oatgan, who asks, What do you think Rhonda found left in the pockets of Roddy Piper's leather jacket? Some brown paint. <laughs> yeah. Some nutritional vitamins. <laughs> yeah, vitamins. S- vitamins. Maybe, maybe a love letter to Jim Duggan he never had the guts to give him. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. I, like, this. that's an okay question, Oatgan. Thanks. Yeah. But, you see, but, here's the thing, though. Like, when I originally read this question, I read it as, what do you think Rhonda left in the pockets of Roddy Piper's leather jacket? Like, just because I feel like she'd fill it up with so much garbage and detritus. Oh, she's disgusting. You know she left, like, fucking uh, chewing gum and <laughs> wadded up pieces of paper and just, Chewing like, tobacco. Chewing yeah. tobacco, yeah. She left she the wrapper in the chalk. Yeah. yeah, she's got chaw in one pocket. She's got her, her big league chew, a big wad of great big league chew in the other pocket. She's got her vape pen there just mixed yeah. in with it. But the vape pen is like angled just right into the big league chew where the button is pressed <laughs> and a vape is just pouring out at all times. Yeah, this is a pretty accurate, like, what do you think it smelled like? Because I bet Rhonda does not like oh, good she, smells on things. She doesn't like any flavors, I bet. She just wants the pure vape in her mouth. Yeah. Well, she likes, she likes, she loves to eat some, like, just meat. So I'm, maybe yeah. there's some ham in there. Maybe there's some <laughs> ham smells. There's some definitely, like, like a stuff. chicken bone or something in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She went, she loves to just have meat on her at all times. She's a hungry woman. So, what do you think the jacket smelled like before Rhonda put it on? Mm. Uh, definitely like an old spice, maybe mm. maybe some hickory. Um, yeah, you know, just old man smells. Yeah, yeah. I, I pictured like a mahogany varnish smell. You know. Yeah. And then after, just the smell of just the smell of big league chew and chawing <laughs> chicken. Well, chicken there's bones. actually a funny story about that. Um, the the cameras are rolling, but they'll never show it. Maybe on WWE 24 Royal Rumble or something. But um, so backstage, Ronda Rousey was uh, talking and getting to know everybody, and she tripped, fell directly onto <laughs> Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero oh, then wow. barfed all over her hair. <laughs> So they're rolling around in the vomit, just and they form a big ball, like in cartoons, like the big snowball, and they just <laughs> careen through the door, the exit door, and everybody's like screaming. There's actually a mariachi band outside, but they're they're playing the Benny Hill theme song that, and it's weird to hear in a mariachi were, form. Were they playing just, the Benny Hill theme like originally, or did they see it and were like, "This is our time to shine"? They were just and started doing it. the. They Benny. were literally oh, just wow. outside playing it. So, so that's pure coincidence. Down, and then the the band decides to follow them. Anyway, it ends up with them rolling <laughs> over a cliff into the local sewer. The perfect place for a MAGA chud like Vicky Guerrero. 
Um, and then an old man actually throws a reel in and reels them out with the fishes. Oh, man. And then the old man sees what he's caught, and he just chucks it right back yeah, in. Yeah, and he holds yeah. his nose and looks at one of the WWE 24 cameras and goes, P-U. He did save Roddy Piper's jacket, though. He saw the jacket and was like, oh, no, I have to save it, and then grabbed it, and then just dropped both of them back into the sewage. That old man? Mean Gene. <laughs> Guys, speaking of me, <sighs> has that been our show? That's been our show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was disrespectful or not. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all he does is say holy balls. That's all he fucking does. Mean Gene, you piece of shit. Tim <laughs> you hates your, your fucking guts. legacy, you nerd. <laughs> cares about you mean gene <laughs> take a hard line fucking stance against mean gene on this show buy a fucking pair of kick pads and get back to me we've got a real serious opinion on this podcast we can all stand behind <laughs> <laughs> you can take that to Holy the bank shit. twitter oh man uh hey tim <laughs> what's up it's been you where can we find you you can find me on twitter at tim welcomed but i think mainly what i want to know is where can we find socks Hey, I'm Socks Mahoney at Socks Mahoney, and you can find me on VideoGameChooChoo.com. Are you feeling better now, Socks? You were so drunk. I I uh, have not looked at the um, the naked lady shot glass in order to maintain my chastity, and I've just been drinking water, and I think I'm I think I'm evening out. Okay, okay. You were having a real tough go there for a little bit. Yeah, we thought we thought we were we thought we were gonna lose you. Be honest, how much of that stuff did you? drink there is like a circle on top of the ciroc coconut bottle and like my uh, uh when i poured the shot the the amount of vodka that was in there like met to like halfway around the circle and now it's at like two-thirds of the circle wow i mean you might need to go eat a piece of bread or something buddy i, I might need there. to go to the doctor you might you need because did. I'm pretty sure that was actually perfume you were drinking. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> also, you just pissed all over yourself and it's pink. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it smells like a delightful melange of coconuts mm-hmm. and piss. It smells like what I imagine the Moulin Rouge video uh, <laughs> recording set smelled like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so it's been me also. I'm at Oranan on Twitter. Not that she'd want to follow me. It's... Uh, I think everyone should follow you. Yeah, I agree. I'm a pretty hot commodity these days. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of viral tweets going. Not to you do. Toot you do my you, you're doing very good. Nobody gives a shit about me, um, and that's fine. Oh, like I don't. No, no, don't do this. I don't give a damn, and it's fine. Uh, and uh, hey, Tom and Sydney, congratulations on your baby. Yeah, Tom and Sydney, congrats on having a baby. I guess. <laughs> Did you just spit? <laughs> or did you just spit? On you the got baby? it all over me. I'm the baby. What oh, the wait, baby's no, that was here? Socks. Oh god, who I had mean, a baby you, in here? I mean, and but, but I, I got to talk about this the spit that you just did. It it <laughs> flew out of your mouth, came back, and then just went down your chin. <laughs> it like boomerang. Yeah, that's how I spit. You've never seen me spit before. That's just no, how that's, it comes out of my mouth. Okay, well, you always excuse yourself to outside when you got some 
some chewing tobacco to spit, so I never see it. Yeah, well, it's all big league chew, like my friend Ronda Rousey today, so enjoy that uh. spit. Come over here and get a taste if you like. Bye, guys! Bye! Bye. Happy baby! time yeah yeah um you started off actually probably right (laughs) um okay so what were we doing we were uh, i had said my shit we're being nice to a baby we're being nice we're fuck we're trying to be nice to a baby i don't know how to be nice to a baby um you just want to yell at him yeah yeah you were sincere when you said it the first time you should do that again oh i don't know that like (laughs) that's hard that's hard (laughs) i don't don't like kids